Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Welcome back. This is Sister Agniste. And this is Sister Veritas with Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. Good to be back. Good to be back. And today we're going to be diving into um, letting love rejoice over us. Wow. Letting love rejoice over you, over me. But I guess, Mercy, what does it even mean to rejoice? Like, do you rejoice? Sister, I rejoice. <laughs> I'm raising my hands right now. I rejoice. This is a silly question for a sister of life. <laughs> I know. What do you rejoice in, sister? One of the first things that comes to mind, actually, is um, bumblebees flying through lavender. Mm. You know, just their fat, fuzzy little bodies just flying and mm-hmm. kind of hovering. And, and actually, I, I was delighted to learn that technically, physically, they shouldn't really be able to fly. It's kind of like a bathtub huh. with wings. It kind of defies the laws of physics, apparently, <laughs> which just increases my joy and delight all the more. Isn't that astounding? So, that's something I, I perennially, perennially take joy in. It's astounding. Like, yeah. what? Why did God do that? I, don't, I, I really think it was just for our happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you rejoice in bumblebees. I do. Hmm. What, what about you? What do you take joy in? You know, lately, sister, I find myself rejoicing so deeply in my nieces and nephews. Oh. So I have a, I'm blessed to have quite a few, but I think uh, about 10 of them are under the age of eight. Oh. Isn't that amazing? It's so great. And the way they see the world with such wonder and openness and the way they approach life with such creativity and it's like their innocence and teachability i just rejoice in it 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 sharpens my own uh it renews my heart and my soul and it's like fresh it's like a fresh spring breeze even like the way my little niece she's uh four and a half and i remember sitting with her for a conversation and at every turn she's like but why? (laughs) Or, you know, and then this happens, but why? And rather, it was not at all annoying. It was actually like, oh my gosh, what a wonder. Yes, why? And and knowing things. And uh, so I rejoice in their lives so deeply. Um, Yeah, it's incredible. That's beautiful. But to imagine, sister, this is what God is doing over us all the time. Right. He takes joy in you. Yeah. But I can't wait to talk about this because I think there is a shortage of letting love rejoice over us. I think you're right, sister. I think it's uh, we can get so kind of caught up in what we have to do and mm-hmm. proving ourselves, and to even stop and think like love actually takes joy in me. Mm. Like that might, I mean, I think that can be a new concept for many of us. It definitely was for me. Yeah. And I can't wait because scripture unpacks this with a punch. Awesome. You want to kick us off with a prayer, sister? I'd be honored. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your goodness, your grace, your blessings. Lord, thank you for taking joy in us. And we just ask Jesus right now in this conversation that you you reveal to us uh, your heart in this, your your heart that takes joy um, in our very being. Uh, We ask that our hearts might be open to this open to receiving your love and your joy. We entrust ourselves uh, to you and to our blessed Mother Mary as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, cause of our joy, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Wow. This is kind of a new and exciting topic. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I just have to kick it off here, sister, because this is not a new thing. This goes, if we think about letting love rejoice over us, this is from the dawn of creation. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and if you kick back to Genesis. Okay, you're talking dawn, dawn. We're like, we're going way back. Way back. Um, And it's easy to forget, but also, in a sense, if we want to come to know ourselves, Genesis is Mm. a fabulous blueprint. It's like I'm constantly unpacking more and more from that it's like god's first words to us mm-hmm. um and in a way the human person mm-hmm. uh, being that word and um and look at creation yeah. so you've got and there's two creation accounts but um if you take the the one that speaks of like right the first day and the second day and gosh god creating all the beauty of the earth right and i love to think about step back and think about how much i rejoice in a quiet moment by a still lake, mm. right? Or the the beauty of a sunset, or the glory and tender um, tenderness, really, of a starry night, mm. um, or a crescent moon. Yeah. And and you think about the beauty that floods the senses, uh, just in encountering the beauty in creation, mm-hmm. and that. And God says, this is good mm-hmm. after he creates the moon and the stars and all the fishes in the sea. Good. Yeah. And yet when he creates the human person, he looks at the human person and what does he say? Yeah, that's striking. Not just good, mm-hmm. but very good. good. So all the beauty you can dream up of, all the beauty you, can, you could even possibly conjure up in your senses, all the beauty of the universe and you... The human person, you and me, in each of us, is inscribed a beauty even more. And that's like God rejoices in that before we do anything, just in our being. Isn't that amazing? He's rejoicing. He's saying, very good. It's amazing. I mean, just what you're saying about going back to Genesis and... it, Like how God really reveals his heart and his desires Hmm. in that... um, in that moment of creation for us, but also like it's striking because mm. I think so often it's like, wow, you're going to just rejoice in me, not for something I've done or produced or achieved. Like I, I, I am a cause of your delight yes. in the most beautiful and, and innocent and, and um, purest of ways. Like I, I give your heart delight. What? Yeah. It's, it's really, I think it's revolutionary in terms of how we can even, approach ourselves mm-hmm. let alone approach others mm-hmm. and and yet revolutionary and yet if we look around if we look a little closer into daily life like okay mom and dad looking at their first newborn child mm. baby's not doing anything in mm-hmm. fact the baby's like spitting up mm-hmm. and everything else that babies do and mom and dad are like over the moon yeah. like baby just spit up oh my gosh yeah. this is amazing but that rejoicing yeah. just in the gift of this person yeah um yeah it's the little things it's amazing but we see this truth kind of inscribed Mm -hmm. um in our own hearts well that that deeply resonates with me sister because it actually made me think of a memory of when my little sister was born and she's Mm -hmm. 14 years younger than me so Mm -hmm. i had the great joy of like 
actually like appreciating her cuteness and littleness. <laughs> but I remember mom and dad were both at home for the first year of her of her life. And um, every morning we would we would someone would hear her stir in the crib and like would announce to the whole house, she's up, the baby's up, Aww. baby's up. And all of us, all of us would come running into her room and she'd be there, like, especially when she was a little older, like standing up holding the crib crib bars and her pajamas were all like totally in disarray and her hair was a total mess. And she's just <laughs> staring at us with a big smile and like drool, you know, coming down. And it was like we just all rejoiced. It was like the most exciting, wow. wonderful thing every morning for mm-hmm. like a year, two years. And and that to me, that's just an image of what you're saying exactly. It's mm-hmm. like it's not for anything she's doing. It's we just were so moved by her and her wonderfulness. And that I mean, that's a memory that I will never, I cherish that in my heart for it, the rest of my days. It is stunning. Yeah. When it resonates. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, okay, uh, we live near Long Island, and <laughs> Long Island is kind of a, you know, it's a whole world unto itself. It if is. you live in New York City, you know this. And I love you all, Long Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> but we know you don't have to leave the island. You say it yourselves. It's, it's glorious in yes. itself. Yeah. And I didn't have the privilege of attending this exercise class, but someone was telling me about this fabulous um, exercise instructor who everybody wanted in on the class because she was just so affirming in all the right ways. So it's like her classic line was like, okay, there you are. Here we go. Let's do the exercises. But even she'd be like, you're sweating. You're sweating all by yourself. You're awesome, okay? (laughs) You're awesome. You're doing it all by yourself. You're standing, standing. You're awesome, okay? <laughs> and yet, okay, you can say that is this like over the top, but at the same time, when I hear it, it's I'm bad. like, yeah, I'm standing, I'm breathing, I'm being. You're awesome, okay? Like, <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. But it, honestly, it's an echo of what God, when He looks upon us, yeah, He, um, I mean, we are a work of His heart, of mm. His hands, of His mind, of mm. His thought, and He brought us into being. To, to love us, mm-hmm. to be loved by us in return, to draw us into this dynamism of love. And um, before we do anything, he is rejoicing over us. It even says it, okay, I know, obscure prophet alert, Zephaniah. <laughs> alert! Alert, alert! <laughs> yeah, no, it's Zephaniah. I've never, I haven't studied him much, but in chapter 3 um, in Scripture, I love this. Uh, it says, the Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I mean, stunning, wow. right? That's so beautiful. I, I abs- It continues. Um, I will save the lame and gather the outcast. I will change their shame into praise and renowned in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you home. At the time when I gather you together, I will make you renowned and praised among the peoples of the earth. I mean, he sings over us. Mm. He will exalt over you with loud singing Mm. because you are his. Mm. Uh, You're his beloved child. You're the work of his hands. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, he's... And that passage is so powerful and so moving, but it's like the experience of like, I am treated as a treasure. Mm. I, it's like, he, I'm like the pride of his heart Yeah. in that. And, and wow, do yeah. I, do I, is that 
on my mind often. <laughs> is like, that on my radar? Is that on my radar? Like yeah. he he delights in me. He takes joy in yeah. me. Not for anything I've done. But because I'm me. It's stunning. And he loves every inch of me. Like all the quirks, all the non quirks. Hey. Loves it. And well and you think like why? Because I think for us we're like, but why? Like but why? But Look at scripture. I mean, honestly, this is, if we pull from scripture, Isaiah 43, mm-hmm. um, it talks all about, it's a fabulous word. I would, I would recommend taking it to prayer. It's like, he said, fear not for I've redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. He said, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not be overwhelmed. When you walk through fire, you shall, shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Uh, I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you because, I love this, why? Because you're precious in my eyes Mm. and honored. Wow. And I love you. Wow. So it's like he's laboring. Love Mm. is laboring for us. And Mm. he's like, I think in this, I mean, I know for me, when this dawned on me, and I think it really had to come to life um, through prayer, mm-hmm. through really stopping, being still, and being willing to receive this mm-hmm. truth. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's the way it really entered and broke into my life. But I remember being kind of stunned by it. Like, this is too good to be true. Like, this can't be possible that I'm loved just in, I don't have to do anything. I don't mm-hmm. have to earn love. I don't have to prove anything I'm loved Mm -hmm. Um, but scripture tells us this and actually I think as we stop and be still it's nothing all we have to do is is let this reality come to life Mm -hmm. learn Mm -hmm. to listen to this reality Mm -hmm. uh, being spoken Mm -hmm. Um, simply welcome it Mm -hmm. which is harder than we think I you're right sister because I think it's I mean, hearing this, it's so, it's like bomb on the soul. Mm. It's like so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's, the experience is, I want that. I want to live out of that. I never want to ever not live that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure, I mean, people might be wondering like, okay, yes, I want that. But how do I engage that? How do I make that? How do I actually believe that? Because Mm -hmm. I can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror. And my first thought is not that I'm a, delight to the father mm-hmm. it's like wow i have another special blemish <laughs> <laughs> you know but like how do, i don't know any thoughts you have there? like how do we live that how do yeah. we embrace it in our hearts two things come immediately to mind first is the realm of thoughts mm-hmm. um, it's a huge gate that we have to steward in a sense what are we consuming in our minds um and are we eating up the trash talk that yeah the enemy's always going to fly at us that we can also we can be our worst critics um and it's like rather than having a revolving door so a lot of times it's almost like if you think about the revolving doors off the off the streets um we can let a lot of garbage into our minds Mm -hmm. and um in our own thoughts in things we think other people think about us, uh, things that the enemy is going to be flinging at us. And what we want to do is we almost like, you know, the, the doors like to get into like some sort of underground, like, I don't know, Tra- mafia operation. <laughs> I've never been to one. Me either. I can't speak. <laughs> but, but you know, like it's in like the movies where they've got the giant metal door with a very small window. Yes. And you have to knock on the door for the window even to be 
open open uh-huh. and for for you to be considered as someone coming in yeah that is actually the type of thing we want to secure on our thoughts like seal that door up mm-hmm. and if something's coming in you're going to you're going to give it the mm-hmm. the green light mm-hmm. and you can be like accept or reject so if it's if it's of the lord if it's speaking to you of your goodness, mm-hmm. um, of your beauty, of that you are cherished and treasured, which is true. It's the greatest reality of our mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Let it in. If it's condemnation, if it's judgment, if it's criticism, um, if it's crippling, if it's turning me inward and and shoving me down, um, don't let that in. Mm-hmm. So first, I think really sorting our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Second, um, actually, and there's a great book, Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives. It's Yes, I've heard of that. So fabulous. I highly recommend it. It's a great read by an incredible um, holy monk mm-hmm. uh, who really spent his whole life laboring in this, Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives. That book opened new worlds for me. The second thing is, is prayer, to mm-hmm. be honest. like We really need to stop and receive this truth from God mm-hmm. and allow it to melt away the barriers we have to believing and trusting this truth Mm -hmm. but it takes a commitment um to to diving into scripture as we are here it's Mm -hmm. there for you Mm -hmm. and being willing to receive god's Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think sister Sister, i love that and i think it's powerful i mean thoughts and prayer and Mm -hmm. receiving that Mm -hmm. and I, i as you're speaking too i feel like it's um it's important to say like not to be shy about acknowledging the truth about ourselves you know, and there's, you know, many things that are true, but like something that, that actually is delightful about us mm-hmm. to actually be honest, you know, <laughs> like, like I have wonderful eyes. <laughs> I don't, but it's like, and I love my eyes, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like, it's not, not in a prideful way or a vain way, but like, yeah, like actually, wow, thanks Jesus. And it, it's a cause of delight for me and to receive it. And like, even like our little quirks and things, you know? Amen. Like I drink my water in this way and I don't know, a funny example, but it's like, actually, that's really dear. Amen. And it, it delights the heart of Jesus and actually probably delights others mm-hmm. as well. Well, and know? I, sister, you speak of that. Well, I think receiving the gift of yourself. Yeah. Which is a gift and God made you as a gift. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make garbage. Mm-hmm. But you're speaking of others mm-hmm. and I think... I want to just press in there. Mm-hmm. You, being in a culture of encouragement mm-hmm. um, and friendship mm-hmm. and people who will reflect back to you this reality. And you're going to think I'm kind of crazy, uh, but speaking of my nieces and nephews, <laughs> I was recently speaking to my twin sister, and she's got five kids under the age of eight. Mm-hmm. And so obviously part of growing up is potty training. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're they're hard at work in this department. And... I was so fascinated, though, sister. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to stick with me. So the the youngest, or the second youngest, is learning to potty train. And so they were noticing that the older kids, um, you know, needed to be, that they could change change attitudes around this this event. And what they did is they're like, okay, to the older children, if if your little brother successfully uses the restroom, well, you're all going to get a prize, <laughs> which immediately diminished any shaming, any, you know, mm-hmm. mockery, any negatrons <laughs> surrounding this event. <laughs> right. We're going to cut those negatrons out. And actually what happens is as soon as 
<laughs> this little guy gets to, gets a sense that you know he needs to use the restroom. All the siblings start saying, like cheering him on, like "Yeah, go, <laughs> you you've got this." And then so cute. he'll emerge successful, and and they rejoice. They really rejoice Aww. in his success, and and then they all get a prize. Now, honestly, this is this is the gift of. <laughs> Friendship. This is the gift of having people around us mm-hmm. who can see the truth and reflect it back to us, mm-hmm. and um, and also being aware of, of of the negatrons. I think we all know what that means. Right. Um, and and yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's not going to help us ultimately. You're right. But I, sister, what a great image! It's so <laughs> cute and funny. But it's actually really profound. Very human. It is very human. But, but profound. It's, but it's profound because actually, and I love what you're saying because. Often we actually, um, our friends can see us more truly than we can, mm. I think, sometimes. And we need someone to be like, you, like, I love this about you. I love this about you. You have yeah. a gift here. And it's actually, because um, I think intrinsically, maybe because of the fall, we can really beat on ourselves mm-hmm. inside and mm-hmm. get down on ourselves. But to have ourselves reflected in another's eyes as good and delightful and giving joy to another, mm. it's not only healing but it, it gives us wings. Wow, and the more we actually can receive it and believe it, um, I think, yeah, just the, the greater our heart's capacity in, in a way. Mm. And actually, and I, I mean, I just, I mean, I want to encourage myself, but all of us, like, to, to be that for our friends, yeah. to be that mirror of truth and love and, and show, like, you are delightful mm. and you're beautiful and, and you're a gift. And, and this is what I love about you. This, it's powerful. You know, it's like um, St. Barnabas. He's called the, the son of encouragement to encourage each other in truth. Well, and it, it reminds me of a beautiful image of, um, I remember watching two of my sisters push each other in a giant swing. And it was like, whoa, I was watching this and they were so filled with delight. They were mm. rejoicing in this moment. It was a beautiful fall day. And one sister was pushing another sister higher and higher and mm. higher. And that is virtuous friendship Mm -hmm. that's holy friendship Mm -hmm. that is spiritual sisterhood Mm -hmm. um that we're pushing each other closer and closer to this source of love and in the delight that comes forth from that and the fruitfulness that comes forth from that Mm -hmm. um but yeah so let love let love rejoice over you yeah just your being just your being and uniquely your unique unrepeatable being you know it's like saint therese says there's we're we're kind of like a garden of flowers and we're Mm -hmm. each different and each fragrant in our own way and beautiful. And it's like, I don't have to be like this, but I, just to be me and to be delightful. Do you know what kind of flower you are? Well, I know what I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be, la- uh, not lavender, um, lilacs. Lilacs. They're my most favorite They're in the beautiful. whole world. And I, f- I would like to be like them. Fragrant. Fragrant and billowy beautiful. and lovely soft purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. What flower would you be? You know, I'm not quite sure, but one time I asked my mom, and she thought I was a dandelion. Oh, <laughs> I love dandelions. <laughs> no, she was actually, she was kind of being uh, lovingly teasing and saying that I was a weed. I think <laughs> I think I was growing quite quickly at that time in my life. So so I'll have to ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. And actually, I would encourage those listening, uh, ask the Lord. Um, he loves revealing things to us. And um, yeah. What kind of, what flower are you in his heavenly garden? Mm-hmm. 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 How uniquely you have been, um, have been handcrafted by God mm-hmm. to, to bring beauty 
mm-hmm. to the human family. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun to think about. It's fun to think about. I'm going to think about your flower. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean, and well, why do I don't know, Sister G, you have other thoughts as far as how do we let love rejoice over us? So, like, let's just say I, I really screw up and um, I don't really quite feel like I'm worthy of being rejoiced over. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. What do you do then? This is, I think it's a really powerful and important question because it actually, the, it's like my answer is yes. Hmm. That's my answer. Yes. <laughs> Tell me more. In the sense of one thing I'm actually struck with in the scriptures is um, is where Jesus talks about heaven rejoicing over us. Hmm. Where is that? Well, it's in Luke 15, largely. And there's three particular parables. I'll just mention, I'll mention three, then I'll just talk about maybe one or two. Fabulous. But there's the parable of the lost sheep, hmm. the lost coin, and the prodigal son. And all of those are, are parables of some, either something being lost, well, actually, someone or something being lost. And, um, and the most rejoicing is when they're found. And actually, so I think, yeah, like we feel like we totally messed up something. And, you know, and what is sin, right? Sin is turning our face away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. But when does he rejoice? I mean, he rejoices in our being. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so actually what he wants to see is our face, mm-hmm. right? It's like the movie Wonder. I love that line. Well, I forget yes. the dad's name, but yes. it's like the little boy in his big helmet. Mm-hmm. And why did the dad hide the helmet? Because he says, I, I just want to see the face of my son. Amen. And that's what the father wants. That's what God the father wants. And, you know, it's like the prodigal son, which is, I think, one of my favorite scriptures ever, you know. And he's, I just imagine the father on the porch smoking a pipe every <laughs> evening, you know, waiting, hoping. And just to see his son's face again. And it's like when he did, when he came that moment, it's like everything the son had gambled, you know his property with prostitutes and eating the food of pigs, it, in a moment, the father mm. forgot all that mm-hmm. and ran to him and embraced him and dressed him in his robe and, and kissed him. And that's the father to us. It's like it's he never stops rejoicing in our being, ever. It's we who stop believing that he is. Wow, sister. You know, and I just, there's something, and, and heaven rejoices. Jesus says heaven rejoices more over one sinner that repents than over 99 who don't need repentance it's amazing you know well it gives me great hope listening to you sister it's just stunning because it's like i think when we have fallen or when we have sinned it's like we feel the whole weight of the world against us it's like Mm -hmm. there's no hope for me i can't turn back um we can very we can become very discouraged Mm -hmm. but like even the way that you're describing it it's like oh my gosh all i have to do is look up Mm -hmm. all i have to do is in a sense pivot just mm-hmm. just a little pivot mm-hmm. to get back in the game mm-hmm. um you know it's almost like I, I played a lot of basketball as a kid you mm-hmm. know but like it's a power the power of a pivot like mm-hmm. you, you the game changes mm-hmm. you can get open for the ball you mm-hmm. can you can get back in there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just with that one little shift yeah. um looking up turning my heart back to the father mm-hmm. and saying uh i'm sorry mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and yeah knowing that encountering that love waiting for you yeah that gaze of delight that's never stopped never gazing stopped. on you with delight actually mm-hmm. it's wow. been waiting for you and it's just yeah meeting that gaze again i mean it, it makes me think actually of cardinal o'connor our, our founder um, sharing how he, he would receive letters actually not infrequently from women whose sons were in prison hmm. and 
and sing. And he was so moved by them because it was these women. They're like, I know he did wrong and I know, but he's a good boy. Like, I love him so much. He's so good. And it's like these moms, what an image mm. of this mom who never lost sight of the goodness and delightfulness of her son, no matter what he did. Wow. You know, and it, it's it's powerful. I mean, it's, it's like St. Therese says, like, God has a, she's like, one thing about the Lord is he has a, he's a poor memory, you know, like <laughs> he just, he just loves us so much that when he sees our face, it's just, he, he forgets all our sins. It's mm-hmm. just, he forgets our sins and it's just, wow, mm-hmm. the one I love. Amen. You know, and, and wow, this is I think it's just important to remember. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Or even, I think I've mentioned it before, but only because I, it's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Faustina would say, you know, to the sinner, basically rise immediately to mm-hmm. glorify God's mercy. Mm-hmm. And since and says, look up, mm-hmm. have that courage to look up. That mm-hmm. little move um, is powerful. Mm-hmm. And the enemy wants us to believe mm-hmm. it's harder than we think. Mm-hmm. When actually all it is, is saying, I, okay, right here, meet mm-hmm. me right here mm-hmm. in my mess, mm-hmm. in my difficulty, in my sinfulness, in my shame. Jesus, I just be with me right here, mm-hmm. right here. Um, and he can transform that. He mm-hmm. can he can gather us and lift us again mm-hmm. into the heart of the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it already. It's been done. We just have to let that go to work. Give it permission. Yeah. And it's like you never think like a mom or a dad is not distressed when their child is, uh-huh. you know, a mess or like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they love them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, sister. They're, they're cute. They're wonderful. They're good. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, to just look up, mm-hmm. look up and see the gaze that's always been waiting for you and will never stop looking at you like that. Stunning stuff, sister. Gosh, before we go. Wow. Do you have a challenge? Yeah, I do. Word of encouragement? I do. I think to ask the Lord, uh, Jesus, show me uh, show me what how you take joy in me. Mm. Just a simple prayer. Show me how you take joy in me. Amen. And, uh, and give me the grace to believe it. Oh, sister. Yeah. That's my that's my go-to, my uh, takeaway. What, is it, what do we call it? <laughs> before you go. Before that's my you. before you go. What about you? Uh, my challenge uh, would, would be to chart your thoughts a little bit. Um, so just notice, notice your thoughts. Um, name them. Um, in a sense, um, are your thoughts helping you to... Trust in the Lord's love for you and trust in your goodness Mm -hmm. that you are good. And that is an irreducible reality Mm -hmm. about you, okay? It just is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the enemy loves to make us believe that we're not. Yeah. Um, And it's, I think thoughts are a huge gate that he loves to hop in. So it's like watching just almost like being a little gatekeeper and a watchfulness over your thoughts and asking for the grace to to see what thoughts are helping you to believe in the truth the ultimate reality of your life that you are loved that love is rejoicing over you right now Mm -hmm. and that you are worthy of that that you are good Mm -hmm. um and um rejecting you know, learning to not listen to, learning to turn away from mm-hmm. those things distracting you mm-hmm. from truth. Mm-hmm. Anything that makes you feel like I'm ugly, I'm wrong, I'm mm-hmm. bad, anything like mm-hmm. that, to reject that. Amen. Wow. Amen. That's a great challenge, okay. sister. Yeah, it's because it's a lie. That's all. Yeah. 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 And we want truth. 
That's it. All right. It'll set you free. Amen. Wow. Should we? This is awesome. I'm just grateful to talk about it. Let's go live it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to close us in a prayer? I'd love to. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for your love. We ask that you draw us uh, into your heart and lift us uh, into the heart, the love of the Father. We ask in a special way that you anoint our minds, that uh, you just cast out any, uh, any thoughts or attitudes or dispositions that provoke disbelief in the Father's love for us, uh, that we have the courage to renounce those and to turn back. Uh, to repent of believing any lies, um, that we're not good, that we're not, we're not worthy of a Father's love, um, but to claim the truth that we are beloved sons and daughters of the Father, that He cherishes us, that we are good, and uh, to let love uh, rejoice over us in and through uh, this day. And we ask for all these graces, and we thank you ahead of time for answering them as we say glory be to the Father, to the Son, Son and to the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a fabulous day. God bless you. Praying for you. See you next time. Be well. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.